Welcome to The Process, the podcast where we talk to creative people about their creative processes. I'm Kevin Hugerwerf. And I'm John Lee, and for this episode, we have the one and only Jake Betterman. And we join them in a conversation already in progress. So, like, you could be fading in at this point, and we could be talking about how we're going to be fading in. I know, like, even on that fragment when you started with so. Yeah, that's why I did that. I, t- I started with so because I thought that would be funny. The strategy is out of this world. Um, first, know, catch gonna... us up on on Jake Betterman, because I know you're not actually enrolled, are you? Oh, in uh, in college? No. In Western? Yeah. God no. Uh, How are we in this room right now? Um, by a series of lies uh, and of manipulations and levels and pulleys. Yeah. But you're not living here now, are no, you? No, I'm okay. living down um, in Seattle for a few months. I'm moving to L.A. in January. I'm going to oh, take what? this hat off in case the bill gets okay. in the way. That's really li- I, was wearing it for the, I was wearing it for that selfie because my <laughs> gotcha. hair is terrible. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm moving to Los Angeles in January. Uh-huh. Um, cool. Wow. Any neighborhood specifically? Or oh, any neighborhood specifically? Monterey Park. Hit me up, Northeast oh, L.A. Cool. I'll see you there. <laughs> Park Northeast LA. Well, now I know. To the right of Highland Park, if uh, east is right, uh-huh. which it is if you're going north. Is this just the, your classic? Bags are packed, hopes are high. Yeah, this is like I'm like um, I'm a I'm a tiny fish going to the big city big where city? I'm gonna die. I was the funniest kid in my hometown, and now I'm yeah, going. To my the, friends yeah. say I'm funny. Gotcha. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, move there, and then I'm gonna end up dead on the street. Uh-huh. Well, With I, I say within two weeks. Um. So what's like the the ultimate goal in LA besides get famous, obviously? But um, not die is the big one. Uh-huh. Eat. Um, I eat. I just really, I just, I don't know. I'm gonna take some UCB classes and see where that oh, takes sweet. me. You know, okay. To get into there, hope that someone is like, hey, let's do a thing together. Stand up scene. Yeah. Um, I, my relationship with stand up is really bizarre. No, it's not. I suck at it. That's what <laughs> no, it is. You, I, I bet you could. You you could do it. I just need to keep. I need to do it. Is the yeah. thing. It's always like, oh, I'm bad, and then I don't do it. So instead, I do things like Jake Rowan stand up that show where I was like, "I'm gonna make stand up worse for everyone." I like that show. I thought, here, talk about yeah. that. I like that. I thought it was a fun um, format. It was it, well. I the, I feel bad about it because it's just the Benson interruption. I just uh-huh. ripped off Doug Benson's. Well, I think that's season long Comedy Central I, show, the Benson yeah. interruption. <laughs> but I think that ripping off of things is fine as long as yeah, fuck you're you, Doug Benson. No, it, well, it was funny because it was yeah. like a it was like a local live. Make fun of people's show. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's like I don't know. It was kind of it got it got weirdly like roasty right out the gate, <laughs> right? Like with Craybill. Yeah, Craybill is my first, your first guest and my first guest. Yes, wow. yeah, he's a good first Whoa. guest. Um, and Lee good, Cox was your yeah. Guest I've i are gonna have him on the next yeah, show. On the next I show. have been on stage with a man who is gonna open for Tignataro, and there I feel you go. that's, that's my good. claim to fame right okay, now. Right there, that's your A in L.A. Oh, I yeah. I know a guy who doesn't really know Tim yeah. <laughs> Um But that show, I mean, I think people didn't. The comedians were they didn't know what to expect. That was yeah. the problem. Yeah. I think was the well, comedians I, were like, "What is what is going on?" I didn't on? expect to get drunk, and then I did. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I was, I, I, was uh, I had fun at it because I was, was also fun. drunk and so I had a good time. You were you John I, were the only one who like stuck it to me like right. you, you 
You got the audience on your side. They'd like they'd hated me kind of uh-huh. throughout the show because I was being mean to them. Well, but then was... it was you that was like, no, you guys should be on my side now. <laughs> well, I think I was the last one to go, yeah. I think. So <laughs> I had heard what was happening yeah, from every other comedian. The system. So, you, you, like... came with, you came with, like, you just didn't do your set. Which yeah, is you right. didn't do any fucking jokes. <laughs> exactly. So I kind of, like, took the format and flipped it on its head. You roasted yeah. me instead of me yeah. accidentally roasting you. Do you think that's, like, part of your style is to, like... To roast, because I mean, you, you came up with the format, obviously, Jake ruined stand up. I just, like. I was nervous and I didn't know what to do because I had no idea what the format was at all, so it kind of came out a little mean. Right. I mean, like, I think it, it was roasting the audience more than anyone else. You were in the audience, yeah. right, Kevin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kept yelling at that one lady. Yeah, and it was, uh-huh. I, I thought it was. I shook her hand at the end and it was <laughs> like, we, we were good. But it was like, holy shit, I'm, I think Eli was like, reel it in, like. Uh-huh. I mean, little... I mean, like, when you do stand, I know you don't do stand up that often, but, like, when you do, do you think, like, you generally are attacking things? Or is it. Come I from... feel like I do. I feel like I kind of come at it from this uh, place of, like, I'm not comfortable in a stand up situation. Uh-huh. You know, because I'm not, I'm not. Do you, like, rehearse stand up? Is that what you do? Um, first two years, I would, like, the, the your standard, like, in front of the mirror with a okay, so I should with, try with that a brush kind of thing because I always feel so fucking unprepared and I go up there right. like I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, I, I would say as far as that goes, I, there's two styles. Oh, there's like a million styles, but two styles that like I've I've noticed and talked to a lot of people is like there's people who have it like strictly memorized and like they'll have like the same word for word delivery almost mm-hmm. every time, and there's people who like memorize the beats. This is like I tend to like that a little better. Yeah. Or you like you hit the beats and you know you're getting from A to B to C to mm-hmm. D, but the in between is like a little bit like improvised um i don't know yeah but i'm just i'm just yeah i'm not i'm not confident in my delivery my joke writing it's like i can never it's like here's a premise and then i can never deliver on the punchline. Mm-hmm. yeah i guess yeah the preparation i mean how does how does your preparation from stand-up compared to improv because you're i mean you're on the dead parents you're on the yes. dead parents society you're more of an improv guy i am absolutely yeah. more of an improv guy yeah so I don't know. I feel like so much of improv is luck. Uh-huh. Oh, really? <laughs> it's like, okay. it's like, <laughs> it's like, like I'm consistently lucky on uh-huh. stage with, oh, everything worked in my favor right. today. Um, but no, I don't know. It's just like something like finally crafting. Like, I don't think I'm a perfectionist necessarily. Like, if, like I'm not like building a house. Like, okay, let's make, yeah, I'll go metaphor. We're going to mm. metaphor town. Right. It's a house and you're building it. If for me, it's like, you could live in it, whatever. Right. That's yeah. good enough. Whereas, like, with stand up, it's like, you gotta. <laughs> the water needs to yes. be running. For exactly. me, it's like, I'll fix that later. I'll, right. That makes sense. I don't yeah. really need the water. I think to most people, like, the preparation for improv is just like, they're like, what are you talking about? Like, how, how can you prep for something that you're just gonna make up on the spot? Yeah, it's just like, but, and th- there is that preparation, but I mean, it's the preparation is getting good at making shit up on the spot. Uh-huh. You know, it's like, it's a muscle like <laughs> any other muscle. Right. But and, no, it's not because it's in your brain, uh-huh. which might be a muscle. Is the brain a muscle? Yeah, it's like a, yes, I don't know. <laughs> anyway. None of us are doctors. <laughs> um, I was going to talk about like, uh, like if you don't do improv for a while and you get back mm. into it, it's like that. Improv muscle is not like yeah you suck at it exactly yeah it's not it's not like riding a bike. Well, how important do you think uh, the people you're improvising with is like? Oh, holy, yeah, holy, W H O L L Y, holy, 
Holy but also H O L It's both. Religious. Um, it's very been... important. You gotta you gotta be able to trust them. Like these, uh, the Dead Parrot Society. These people I've been uh, friends with for a few years now. I've been improvising with them for almost a year. Uh-huh. It's like I I trust these people very much, and that that's helpful because like. Even if I fuck up, it's like they'll be there mm-hmm. to save me. Uh, last night, John Ramsey and I had a show up in Vancouver. Okay. And uh, we, there was a point, and it was like, oh, and then we made out on stage. It's like, <laughs> great. it's like, yeah. it's like I, I trust him enough. It's like, uh-huh. sure, I'll fucking, right. we knew that it was like, okay, time to make out, and uh-huh. we went for it. Uh-huh. So it's just nice. like, because like I couldn't. I don't think either of you. I wouldn't just right. like do that impromptu exactly. in a show, because uh-huh. I don't. Because uh, we haven't established that we're all cool with that. Right. <laughs> we have established that we can all make out. Uh-huh. I'll establish it right now. I'm cool. With okay, it. Yeah. I'll make out with Kevin on stage <laughs> sometime. I'll make him out with him later in the we'll podcast. See. Okay. We'll see after when this the time episode. is right. Talk to me about like being a Tuesday kid and then like. F- W- the transition from like I mean we can we can I, I, clarify what we mean by that so the dead right. parents they have like the improv club every Tuesday mm-hmm. and then they typically pull from like that pool of people to bring them onto the performing group yes uh, known as the dead parents so uh-huh. uh, so yeah we have we have uh, open rehearsals every Tuesday I'll plug it eight uh-huh. o'clock and yes. humanities one ten here's one a quick 10. plug it's in like one oh nine now isn't it it's a different the, room yeah because yeah. people oh, keep a, stealing one ten yeah around one oh ten in the humanities uh-huh. building on Western Washington University's campus please come it's a ton of fun. Even if you're not a student, even yeah. if you're li- listening in Florida, drive on over. Make the trip. You have to drive, <laughs> though. No flights. Nope, not going to say that. Edit that out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's, anytime you want to edit something out, just tell me. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll do it. Uh, cock. Edit that out. Uh, that's going in. That's <laughs> going in. Yeah, except I that. The, I, you know, full disclosure, I have the control here, so. Yeah. Damn it. Um, <laughs> I feel like when people get, when people go from just like a regular Tuesday goer into the mm-hmm. actual dead parents, there's like this moment where like they just, they just let go. You know, of yeah. of their of like caring so much about their image. You know. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a crazy transition to go uh-huh. from like I'm just learning to oh my god I'm performing uh-huh. several times a month. Um, the conf honestly it's there's a, a a lot of it is what I've seen with many people over the years getting called up is it's. Uh, their improv improves tenfold in like a week, and now uh, it's like, oh, I'm. This is a thing that I am capable of doing. Yeah. Exactly. Affirmation. Yeah, <laughs> let's have fun now because it's all about yeah. having fun. Um, something. A former artistic director of the Dead Parrot Society uh, was telling me last year in Chicago, Miguel. V- the- We're gonna. I'm gonna give you two texts. <laughs> I'm gonna figure out which one his name is. <laughs> Miguel Villa uh, or Miguel Villa. Are you testing me or are you asking me? I'm, I was seeing if you know. Okay, so okay. we're going to do think... two takes here. Uh, so our old artistic director, Miguel Villa. <laughs> our old artistic director, Miguel Villa. Um, <laughs> something he was talking to me about was um, it's this idea of uh, being comfortable on stage. And it's like, if you're uncomfortable and you're like, uh, I want to make you laugh, mm-hmm. then like the mirror neurons were like, that person's uncomfortable yeah, and right. now I'm very uncomfortable. Uh-huh. And I don't want to laugh at their shit. But if you're, like, just totally, not, like, overconfident, but just confident, like, I'm here and I'm fucking funny. It's like, oh, that's funny shit. Right. You know, because you see those at any given open mic. It's like people going up, 
being like, I'm going to make you laugh. (laughs) It's like, no, I'm not going to fucking laugh at your bullshit. And you can just like smell the fear on them. And you're like, great. Oh, and I, I've been in those shows where it's like, uh, when you're doing improv just to like get to a punchline, and mm-hmm, it's like, right. it's awkward and uncomfortable, and uh, like, it's just bad improv. Yeah. Most of the time it's bad improv. It's, no, I don't know. Yeah. I've been in a scene with somebody where my scene partner began to like, quote, stand up from like, <laughs> that's the best. From like Chris Rock or oh, somebody. I love that. And tried to like, play it off in a scene, and I'm like, what, what is cut to not this? I was like, yeah. what is happening right now? Uh, can you tell us about like, uh, freshman Jake improv as opposed to now Jake improv? Oh, uh, yes. I remember vividly my first scene that I ever did, because I, I started improv my freshman year uh, uh-huh. three and a half years ago or so. Not even a half. Three and some change. Yeah. Uh, my first scene was with Zach Wymore. Uh-huh. Um, uh, hi, Zach. Yeah. Uh, I, I'll just put, it's been funny that, like, everyone's, like, name-dropping and like, all of our, all of the episodes uh-huh. so far, but it's all these, like, people that probably most people don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, if Zach Wymore's in a show and you're in the area that he lives, which might be different soon, I don't know what his life is all about. Go see that show. <laughs> it's me plugging Zach Wymore. Yeah. I was looking at the microphone, making eye contact also, with him yeah. for that one. Also, he was—he was artistic director too, former. Yes, him and director. yes, yeah. he was. Oh, uh, okay, then yeah. yeah, Zach Wymore, artistic yeah. director of there the parents. Go. What was this tangent? Uh, oh, it was my first scene. scene. My first yeah. scene. Um, uh, it was uh, freeze. Uh-huh. Uh, I froze the scene. I tapped out the person that wasn't Zach. And then I gave him nothing. (laughs) I just stood there. I was like, oh, no, I was not ready for this. And uh, so now I I say things on stage. Um, It's an improvement. I don't know. Yeah, I've just like. Uh, I've improved, is what uh-huh. I'll say about Well, what would you say to if Freshman Jake now? Like, duh, why were you doing why those things? Why the fuck are you yeah. so, uh, ner- Like, I, I think the, the whole, this goes back to the whole confidence thing. Uh-huh. Like, uh, just, like, don't worry about... There's this thing in improv, maybe in everything, probably in everything, uh, being in your head. Mm-hmm. And when you're, like, so focused on, like, this is how it needs to be, that's when it goes. Like, right. don't think... I know at the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater in L.A., uh, right before you go out on stage, I don't know this because I've performed there, I've just uh-huh. heard tell of it, there's a sign above the door right before you go on stage that says, don't think, because that's uh-huh. the most important thing. If you're just having fun and living it, right. that's when it's good. If you're thinking, you're fucked. Yeah, there is kind of the thing where it's like, on the whiteboard, it's like, crow, and then it's like, forget it that, though, yeah, when you're on here's, stage. Here's the yeah. things, but yeah. then don't think don't about Don't think them, about the know. things, yeah. Because my best shows, it's like I've walked off stage and been like, whoa, I just did that. Right. It wasn't like, this is happening, like, actively, yeah. I'm never uh-huh. like, this is going very well. It's like, mm-hmm. you get off and you're like, oh, that was cool that that happened. You're never, like, there's not, like, a check list in your head like character no yeah you gotta like where yeah it's weird when you when you like study like improv theory because it's like the kind of thing you've got to like let sink in in my experience you can't Uh just like if it's on your mind you're gonna be doing bad improv yeah Yeah. so like not i guess not always you gotta do it enough times that you're like it's happening and Uh i got it and then stop thinking i don't know improv is bullshit (laughs) 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 it's like the most confusing combination of like I don't know, it's such a delicate balance between everything. It's like, know these things, but know nothing, and 
Uh-huh. I love doing it, but it's it's <laughs> in many ways bullshit because right. it's so, I don't know, it's like a perfect storm. Right. Uh, what are your uh, your favorite formats? My favorite formats? Um, the classic Herald from Herald. Uh, Del Close. Uh-huh. I, for some reason, uh, is it lauded or touted? Which one is bad? What? I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to say lauded. Okay. <laughs> that feels like it's a good word, though. I think that's a good yeah, word. Yeah, lauded. Like a touted. Touted. It feels like I'm, like, touted. showing it around town. <laughs> yeah. I always disliked the Herald yeah. uh, for some reason, but recently... Uh, and we were, uh, I was always more pro uh, what we call a montage. Uh, some people call it a jam or like uh-huh. a freeform herald. That's what everybody seems to, the when it comes to long form, everyone enjoys performing that. The montage? The yeah, the montage. Yeah. And like the showcases, like, everyone always does montage. Yeah, for and it because it's so much fun. Yeah. And it's just it anything so goes. Yeah. But I've, I've come to realize that it's like... Because I, I think I resisted the Herald because it is a, a more a much more structured format. Mm-hmm. So I resisted it because I was like, no, I want to do whatever the right. fuck I want. I want to like bring back tap out and yeah. bring back characters. But in the last couple weeks, I've realized, oh, but it just produces better improv. Because uh-huh. when you can't just do whatever, right. or when you can do whatever, it, it tends to go to crazy exactly. town. Yeah. Which is fun. Uh-huh. But sometimes you need to reel that in, and it's yeah, hard to yeah. do. Yeah, tell us about Crazy Town. <laughs> uh, crazy Town yeah. is a, a nightmare place uh-huh. that can be very fun, but uh, audiences tend to hate it. Uh-huh. Um, it's uh, where everything stops making any sense, and the jokes get awful. I'm Why do people to come do that, though? Example. I mean, like... Because it's so uh, enticing to have this, just because you can do anything. Uh-huh. So doing anything is very fun, right. because so, you can. So where do you stand in improv as far as, like, would you rather uh, do a scene or a premise until it works, or just, like, get the fuck out of there if it's not working and, like, move on to something else? Uh, it depends. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it, that, that's a, yeah, it's a depends thing. Hmm... So, like, if I'm on stage with my scene partner and things are really going south mm-hmm. and they're continuing to go south. Do you wait for a high point? Do you wait to, like, salvage it? or? Um, I think that goes back to the trust thing, assuming you didn't cut that part out. <laughs> right, no, uh, okay. Uh, I feel like you can feel immediately that this is not going to go well. And then, like... Uh, all of my, most of my experience is with this one team, the Dead Parrot Society. Mm-hmm. And I know that if it was kind of fucking up, someone would come in and juice it up or, or just fucking kill it. Yeah. And right, start yeah, a new yeah. scene, depending on the format. But yeah, I, I'm never too worried about failing on stage because I know that I'll get saved. Right. The second I do. Yeah. No, that that is one thing that I found interesting about uh, working with people who are like pretty new to improv. Because it's like I, you still have to have that mentality of trust. Because like otherwise mm-hmm. your improv is gonna be bad. So you gotta go out there and be like, all right, well I'm trusting this new yeah, person. Right, exactly. And then they just like give you nothing, and you gotta you gotta. I roll trust with it. you for no reason, but you <laughs> yeah. do. I want to uh, ask you really quick about the musical format. Oh, what it's fucking like practicing. hell. Is that like your least favorite? That or? is absolutely my least favorite oh, format. God. So the musical format. <laughs> I'm always format, blown away by those shows just because I can never do anything like that. The musical format is, um, it's what it sounds right, like. It's yeah. a musical. And luckily, 
Most every musical follows, what were their names? Rogers and Hammerstein? Yeah. Did I get them right? I, I think know. so. I don't know. I, I don't Rogers know and Hammerschmidt. We can't look up anything. There's no internet in this room. So. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. We don't have student. We're, we're, we're oh, student yeah. Accent. We're yeah. off the grid. Yeah. Uh, every uh, musical in the last, like, I'm going to just throw out a number, 100 years, Yeah. Uh, has followed this. Uh, very honestly rigorous format. So it's like, here's the song that establishes everything. Right. Here's the villain. Uh -huh. Here's the person who wants to change the world. Uh -huh. uh, so it's at the end of the, it's sort of an easy format uh -huh. in the sense that uh, all the songs are laid out for you. Right. Mm -hmm. On the other side, it is also an impossible format that I hate so fucking much because I, uh, I can't sing. Uh-huh. Uh, I can't come up with songs on the spot. Right. And but, but isn't the whole thing like it doesn't have to rhyme? Isn't that like... Yeah. Yeah. That should be yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, I should know that it, on stage. But when it does rhyme... Oh, it's incredible. That's Yeah, you're, yeah. it's so lucky because it's like the audience loses their shit because it's so funny when uh -huh. it's clearly not a rhyme. Right. And they lose their shit when it rhymes. They're like, oh my god, they rhyme. <laughs> right. And then yeah. when they don't, it's like, that's funny. Yeah. You yeah. can't lose. But uh, I remember the last, when did we do that? Like, last spring, I think. Uh, I don't think I sang once. <laughs> I was the only person in the musical who didn't have, didn't participate in a right. song. Uh -huh. I mean, you, were you just like an auxiliary character? Yeah, I was an auxiliary character, okay. but still those people do. They still, yeah. they still sing. And somehow I got away with it. <laughs> and I feel like I cheated. The question that we ask every person who like does improv or comedy, or uh, I is wouldn't the, ask anybody. It's yeah, creative. But yeah, but it's basically like, do you think it's necessary to like be depressed or <laughs> be okay? Or not, like, not, have, not at all times, but like to, right. to like suffer to some suffer, extent. From, or like, your childhood oh, needs to be less than boy. happy to like have a successful comedy, because that's like. Any you see any sort of like inside the actor studio or anything? Yeah, like that. everyone's like, like, I my childhood sucks, yeah. and that's why I'm, I'm in, sad all the time. Right. We're two for two, uh -huh. so far. Two for two, Summer and Ben, both yes. very sad and me people. Too. So, <laughs> I don't you know about John. That's well, that's yeah. yeah. You're you're yeah. like a happy comic. <laughs> a happy you're one comic. of those happy yeah. ones. Fuck you. It's thinly veiled, I think. <laughs> um, I don't know if uh, I'd say sadness per se, but I think. Like, some form of, like, I don't want to use the word adversity because it's so loaded and it feels like you walked with MLK uh -huh. on Washington. But, right. um... Did you? I did. I was did there. Okay. I was... <laughs> uh, if said, you watch the there. I Have a Dream <laughs> speech, gotcha. I'm uh, behind him to the right. Gotcha. Just out of frame. This is the serious um, part of the podcast, Jake. Okay, I'm sorry. No more bits. With your... Welcome to the no bit zone. I didn't come up with that either. <laughs> I'll meet you halfway. That's Kevin Porter. Um, I'd say I don't want to go so far as to say it's necessary to have had uh -huh. some form of adversity, but I feel like it helps. I mean, it's like if maybe you have to almost work harder, you're like less naturally funny if you haven't. But I know very few funny people that like it's not like a, a defense mechanism or something, you know? Uh -huh. Like, I don't know many f 
people who I consider funny that was like, yeah, I was really popular in high school. Yeah, yeah. Everything's always worked out for me. <laughs> um, and it's like, not like, I wasn't the kid getting bullied in uh-huh. high school. I didn't, but uh, I wasn't like a cool, fun jock man. Right. Who was drinking a lot of drugs. <laughs> um, were you the class clown? I wasn't even, the, okay, here's, okay, let's talk class clown. Uh, I wasn't the class clown, I was the class comic. Gotcha. Like, there was the guy, like, uh, there was the guy who was like, here's the goofy thing. Right. And then I came in with the smart comedy, uh-huh. like, here's a joke, and I was like, right. haha, funny. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> that was conceited. Yeah, well, I uh, think it's, uh, I forget who it was, it was Billy Crystal that, was, that said, like, the class Clown is the guy at graduation who like lifts up his robe and is naked underneath. The class comedian is the guy who told him to do it. Right? Okay, yeah. I love that. Uh-huh. Now I have yeah. a fun quote that I can yeah. use because yeah. I've always had this thought. It's like, no, I wasn't the uh-huh. fucking class clown. I didn't like, yeah, I didn't make a scene ever. Uh-huh. Well, I, I remember the class clown uh, in my high school was just an asshole. Like, he would just, like, yeah, like disrespect teachers, like, walk uh-huh. around the class, like, lean up on people's desks, and, like, everyone's like, oh, this guy's hilarious, but yeah. he was just a dick to everybody. That's so funny. No, that's uh-huh. mean and bad. <laughs> right. Um, but, yeah, I feel like, because, like, that's the person who still lives in the, their hometown. Right. Which isn't a bad thing. If you still live in your hometown, great if that's what you but want. But those cl- none of the class clowns are doing comedy now. Yeah. Exactly. Right. It's yeah. like, it's the slow burn. Like we, Exactly. Because I don't know, I've I've always uh, been a quote-unquote funny person. Uh-huh. I'm assuming the same for you both. Right. I'd, right. I'd say so. Yeah. I don't know if I everyone would, so, would yeah. agree. It's, yeah, it's hard to make <laughs> that call You're always the for yourself. Making jokes in class. Yeah. Being you're sarcastic. Like, oh, you're funny. Right. Um, yeah, being sarcastic. That's all anyone ever wrote in your yearbook was like... Oh, you're so funny. Hey, you're it's funny. like, oh, anything else? Is yeah. that all I get? Um, but yeah, I think some form of adversis- adversity is uh, necessary, like, as a defense mechanism, like, not being that cool. Uh-huh. Um, I have never, uh, thank God, luckily, I've never struggled with depression mm-hmm. at all. I've never been a depressed person. Mm-hmm. I'm very, uh, I don't want to say positive, because I'm... Mm-hmm. Uh, pessimistic as uh-huh. shit, but it's just that's something I've I've luckily never fucking had to deal with, and I'm so thankful for that. But uh, I mean, I do have uh, mental uh, health issues, I suppose, in a, uh-huh. a different way. I have a lot of anxiety within me. Uh-huh. I'm a very nervous person. I saw a dude running today. And that freaks me out. Like, I was just walking, and a guy was running by. I was like, oh, no, what the fuck is going on? Um, Do something. uh, Even, yeah, uh, I've struggled with anxiety for my entire life. And so that's... And then a lot of times, if I'm I'm revved up and anxious, I will just start talking and just doing... Bit after bit. Uh-huh. It's just like, oh, because that's like, it calms you, me down. Whether you want to or not. Yeah, it's like I was in my falling. therapist's office and we were doing some, like, uh, exposure therapy type uh-huh. shit. Like, just exposing me to the shit I'm anxious about. Uh-huh. And uh, I just wouldn't. I was just like, bit, bit time, <laughs> right. bit time. I was like in my therapist's <laughs> office doing a Bits set. Doing a set, yeah. I was like, this isn't the place for this at all. Well, but yeah, I think, I think comedy naturally... For the most part, I'm not gonna have a say. It's a hard and fast rule. Comes out of like it's a defense mechanism. Uh-huh. It's a, a compensation for right. your other bullshit. Yeah, 
Yeah, like, well, bits are, like, the easiest out in any yeah. conversation where, like, it starts to go to something you don't want to talk about. Yeah. And you're like, well, now it's time for a bit yeah, because I'm gonna, I'm gonna I don't want to talk about this anymore. Lighten it up with some terrible, like, yeah. Or, yeah. like, sarcasm will, like, deflect an issue. Oh, my God, no. Just, I'm like, all so about easily. deflection. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Well, were you, like... Good at tons of other things, like in high school. Oh like, yeah, that's yeah. also the thing is I suck at everything. <laughs> yeah, that seems to be a common thing as well. Yeah. Where it's like, well, I love comedy. Also, I didn't do anything else. <laughs> it's like this is all I have, uh-huh. so I better fucking be good at it. And there wasn't any like good outlets in junior high, right? Like in junior high, you're either a good at sports or b good at school. Mm-hmm. And if you're not good at either of those things, then what what are you doing? Uh yeah, middle school. I think I was still. Uh, holding I knew that my my sports career was uh-huh. on the way out. <laughs> I knew it was the final years because I hated it. Uh-huh. But I was my still My body's the best it's yeah, ever going to be. Right, right. Then yeah. I'm in my prime. Seventh, eighth grade. Yeah. My sexual prime. <laughs> um uh but then yeah, in high school it was like, well, that's definitely not an option anymore cuz I hate it and everyone's good now. Uh-huh. And then, uh, but I didn't have a, a comedic outlet so much in high school either. Uh-huh. I started getting into filmmaking, which I've since gotten out of, but uh-huh. it was like filmmaking segued into this world of, oh, you can come up with funny things right. mm-hmm. and make them happen. Uh-huh. So that was kind of, that's, I was like, I'm the filmmaker guy. Right. Even though I'm the furthest thing from that now. I'm the <laughs> yeah. last person to be like, let's make a video. Because uh-huh. I'm not good at it. Uh-huh. I'm not good at orchestrating all of that. But yeah, that got me into writing. Gotcha. That actually reminded me, I, I didn't, I didn't finish it. So I feel bad for you. But you were in that like improvised movie. Uh, that Joe Lambright did, right? Oh, yeah, it was some uh, mumblecore shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, a la, what was that? What's his name? Duplass. Um, that was uh, Joe Lambright came to me and Anna Snedden and was like, I have a loose, not a loose storyline, a storyline, no dialogue. I mean, you improvise that as mumblecore is improvised. And it was like, let's make it. And so in a couple of days, we just uh, made that. <laughs> How was that was for it, was a plug? It, I mean, was it, was it a good experience? I mean, it's just like an interesting oh, thing Oh, it was to do. fun. I think it's uh, probably the first time. It's one of the only times I've acted for the camera. Mm-hmm. Um, because I've, uh, I was studying theater when I went to college here at Western Washington University, where we all three are, even though we <laughs> none of us are students. Uh, Great I, facilities. Yeah, oh Great my facilities. God, thanks. It's really tough to leave. Shout outs yeah. to, uh, what is it? The Student Technology Center. Yes. I had to find it on that poster. 219B. 219B. Now they know your secrets. Your listeners know. They're going to come come to the room. No secrets here. No secrets here. Behind the scenes. Uh, I was studying theater, so I I have half of an acting education Uh before I dropped out. Um, It's as good as a fun one. (laughs) Call it good. Uh, and so, but yeah, so I, I have done, uh, acting for the stage, but this was the first time acting for a film and it was a much different experience and holy fuck, I need to do it more cause I'm not that good at it yet. It's, uh, a whole different animal. The, well, you can be on my YouTube channel if you want. I'd to love to. Oh, oh yeah, Kevin, what, what's that YouTube channel? It's youtube.com slash what a nerd show. Thanks for asking, Joe. Yeah. I'll be I'll guest on anything you throw at me, good, Kevin. Good. Uh, are you gonna be auditioning for things when you're down in LA? I sure hope yeah. so. 
Is that like, what is like the, the, I mean, I don't want to like, if, yeah. if it's in, up in the air, I don't want to like put you on the spot, but no, I'll put please. you on the spot. What are you, what are your hopes like for going down to LA? That is, that's the question I've been asked. Uh, more than times. any exactly. other question. Well, I, we're on a show and, now, so you can but now it's, point people to the yeah. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hey, anytime somebody asks Oh, you have this you question, that. I got a link for you. <laughs> yeah. um, my plans for LA is, uh, they're very amorphous. It's because, uh, I don't know, first get down there and move in <laughs> and exist. Uh, UCB classes, Upright Systems Brigade, I'm going to take uh, their 101 class, and then from there on, their classes, their series of classes. Um, everything else, kind of playing it by ear. I have a lot, I have uh, some contacts down there, and I'm going to get them to tell me what to do. <laughs> uh, well, when you get down there, you're not, you're, of course, you're not going to know as many people in LA than you, as opposed to Bellingham. Yeah. Uh, are you going to be living by yourself? I'm going to be yeah. living uh, the the hopeful living situation right now is, yeah, a, uh, a mother-in-law apartment Okay. Uh, by myself, which I'm very thankful for. Because uh -huh. it's like, here, it's like we've been here for a few years. We know people. We can move mm -hmm. in with someone. Right. The thought of just moving down and then living in a house of people uh -huh. is very, it sounds bad. Yeah. So, so do, would you rather, you would rather be alone? <laughs> oh, I would much rather. You don't think, like, your creative juices would suffer from, like, not um, They will. Yeah. Absolutely. I'll, I'll get real uh, hermit-like. But uh -huh. I think, but just, I don't know. I uh, And it's a sweet deal. It's, like, rent-wise because, I mean, hey, I don't know if you guys know. L.A.'s <laughs> an expensive city. Uh, but it's a family friend, so I'm going to be paying for less. There you go. So uh, it's probably cheaper than if I was living with people also. So uh -huh. I got it made, baby. Well, I guess after a show, would you rather be alone or surrounded by people? Uh, yeah, I... Like right after an improv show? Right after like, an improv like, show. Like, Let's I love go out, everybody. To, I, yeah, I love to go yeah. grab a drink after uh -huh. a show. It's very nice to sit and... Uh, even, if the sh even if the show went poorly? Oh, then I like... really need the drink. <laughs> okay. Because after we're talking about after a stand-up show, it's like most we, people, most people want to like, be alone. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. We were talking about the difference between like uh, comedians typically and like improv. Just like the, it's weird because you have like a group kind of mentality when you're doing improv. Mm -hmm. And then like stand-up, you're so like, it's such an introspective like experience for for most people. And, like we've no I've noticed that like after stand-up shows, people are just like, I'm out of here. I, right. I, need, I need to go home. Actually, you know what? No, that makes sense because the few, the few, uh, stand-up sets I've done afterwards I'm like I don't want anyone to fucking mention my set <laughs> right yeah. yeah I just want to sit and bask uh -huh. in it and hate myself <laughs> yeah seriously so I get that yeah yeah okay um, we wanted to ask you about um, uh, being in relationships and it was like this comedy how comedy affects that um, I think the uh, thing that's hard is I probably will never love someone as much as I love comedy. Uh -huh. It's like comedy is my my one true love, probably. Right. So it's like that's where most of my energy goes. Uh -huh. Yeah. Relationships and comedy, how do they intersect? Well, I know we were specifically talking this summer about like being in a relationship with like maybe like another funny person, and mm -hmm. then does that get competitive or like what's the dynamic? That's there? always I've always uh, been confused by that because it's like. Yeah, it's like, because then there's inherently competition there, and that's, mm. that can get weird. Um, so, it's like, and then the difference between, like, 
I, uh, a funny lady, I fall in love with immediately. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Right out of the end, it's like, oh my God, I'm in love with you. <laughs> exactly. Because you were so fucking funny. Uh, and also, like, maybe turn it off every once in a while, you right. know? Because then is it constantly just, just nothing? Bits. Yeah, it's bits, just bits. Nothing gets serious, yeah. nothing. Never have a real conversation. Yeah. The girl's really funny, and then you fall in love with her. Is that like the ideal girlfriend, though? Is that's the question? Yes and no. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what I want out of anything. Uh -huh. Do you know what love is, Jake? Come on. It's, it's when know. it's when you're uh, on an airplane. <laughs> gotcha. But then the plane crashes. <laughs> okay. All right. And then you you had to keep, but you survive. No, that's literal. You that survive. Was... <laughs> you're, you're on fire still, and you gotta keep walking around. And you try, you find someone who's gonna help you out, and they're on fire too. Again, still literal. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> this is where my yeah. it ends. No, but I, I, I do, I do get the whole loving comedy more than you'll ever love. It's yeah. Sort of like, you'll. you'll it's like honestly, like on some level, the only thing I've ever cared about. Uh huh. I was like, I don't give a shit how. Not, not a person. I dropped out of school because I was so bad at it because uh -huh. it wasn't comedy. Right. It was like, oh, I yeah. can't focus on biology. Yeah. Who cares? Was that your major? No. Okay. <laughs> no, it's like, it's just one of the classes I okay. failed. Oh, don't worry. I got a. That's the only class in my entire life that I haven't passed is Bio 101. It was hard. <laughs> it, yeah. It's also, I didn't do sense. any of the work. Is that advice you would give to people? Be like, if you're a theater major <laughs> and you want to be an actor, just drop out right now and move to LA. Uh, give me five years. I'll <laughs> okay, let gotcha. you know if it worked out. Also, um, I've been really into this idea of like going into the. Fear, going towards the fear, getting scared. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're uncomfortable in a professional setting, if you're uncomfortable right. like with a human being, they're uh -huh. probably a bad person. But uh, if you're uncomfortable in like a, a, an artistic setting, that means you're growing. Yeah. Okay. And this is a, uh, I mean, now I'm, I'm very excited, but making the decision was like, oh, that's scary yeah. and bad. And, so I was like, okay, let's do it. And it's sort of like, Kind of don't want to do all yeah. those things, but that means you have to. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. the Bellingham bubble is so nice. It's so, it's so nice. Yeah, it's I a get, little too nice. I get so sad when people get stuck here. Ugh. And I, I hate to say it because like, many people I, I love have been here for years and years uh -huh. after they've graduated. Yeah. It's like, go, you're funny motherfuckers. Right. Go on. Tim Greger. Uh -huh. I, I, I'll talk about him because right. he actually left for Chicago uh -huh. now, so now I can shit on him for what right. he did before that. <laughs> uh, Tim Greger was a hilarious, hilarious man, but he was in Bellingham. He killed uh -huh. Bellingham. Bellingham was like, right. everyone's like, Tim Gregor. Tim Gregor, yeah. But it's like, okay, nice... where do you go from there? Exactly, yeah. You win. You, you win just... at Bellingham. Yeah. Uh -huh. Move on. You conquered right. this continent in risk. Uh -huh. Move on <laughs> to the next continent. You got Australia, the smallest one. Again, uh -huh. literal. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> literally. <laughs> Tim had a continent in risk when uh -huh. we were playing risk. <laughs> I don't even know if Tim knows my name. <laughs> Do you think it's better to be like forced in that position where you're like, I gotta make new connections? Like, is there is there some value on to that? some level? Because it's like there were there were a lot of projects I uh, was ready to do. I was I had a lot of shit. I was like I wanted like I was uh, uh, I'm gonna this is trademarked even though it's not but don't steal it please. Nighttime tonight with Jake Betterman. I was gonna. <laughs> At the Pyramid, have a okay. uh, rest in peace to the Pyramid, mm -hmm. a wonderful space that is now officially not a space <laughs> anymore. It's been renovated into a bedroom. Um, but uh, Nighttime Tonight with Jake Benner, I was going to have a late night talk show. Uh -huh. cool. And I was very, very excited for that. 
And Betterman, then it was like Letterman coincidence. I, I think, think not. I think not. Colbert's yeah. ratings are down. Give me his job. Yeah. Boom. Um, also, I think uh, late night TV is a dying, a dying form. I That's think because it's just, it's, it's tired. Viewed the next day. Yeah. On YouTube. Uh, late night talk shows are tired. And done, mm-hmm. and that's exactly why I wanted to do one because right. it was funny to me that I'd do a thing that I don't like. What was I saying? Oh, so yeah, I, like I had things lined up. I was so fucking excited for right. nighttime tonight, and I was like, oh, but moving instead of like uh, like on in some level taking the final step here into like I am a Bellingham comedian. It's like right. no, I'm gonna go back to square one in a bigger city. Mm-hmm. Cool. So instead of getting to square, whatever, like, let's say 600 is the last square. Right. I was at, even though no one in the community knows who the fuck I am. Right. In Bellingham. It's like your credits don't roll over anyway, you know? Yeah, so no rollover well, credits. Might as well just move. You lose yeah. them at the end of the month. Yeah, exactly. It's not like you go down to L.A. and everyone's like, well, you like. <laughs> and a Bellingham amount of people yeah. in L.A. knows who you are. Exactly. Just, no one knows who you are and you have yeah. to rebuild. Uh-huh. But yeah, it was just like, I don't know. I was like, oh, okay, well, I'm uh, not scared of this town anymore. Uh-huh. So fuck it. I'm gone. I was going to draw a lot, I think, from Letterman, because he uh-huh. was always so fucking subversive. Yeah. And he wasn't even doing late. He was, from the start, I feel like, doing a parody of late right. night. yeah. Even at late night's height. Mm-hmm. Even before, when it was a good format. Mm-hmm. Letterman was like, fuck this shit, on some level. Do you not enjoy any of the late night shows? No, either? I do, is yeah. the thing. It's uh-huh. a confusing... <laughs> <laughs> I have a confusing feelings about it, because yeah. it's... Like, Conan, yeah. oh my god, it's yeah. fucking Conan O'Brien. Uh-huh. One of the greatest writers for The Simpsons. Did he write for SNL? Yeah, SNL Whatever, yeah. yeah. And he's hilarious, and I love him so dearly. And he's funny on that show, and that right. show has good moments, but overall, it's like, why are we doing this? Right. Well, I think my, my biggest issue with it is, like, the way that they're so stuck on, like, a specific format. Like, every... Yeah. They, they like, I don't know... Even Colbert, like, he, he kind of came in and he, like, tried to bring new life into, like, the format. But mm-hmm. it's still, like, super restrictive, I think, like, yeah. the, the way like you have the to, like, do it. two guests and, like, the monologue, which I was really excited to do the monologue. And at the end of the day, it's like they're just producing content for YouTube, YouTube. the next yeah. day. Yeah. It's like anything... And that's kind of the same with SNL now, too. It's like if there's a... Because sketch is inherently diamond in the rough. Mm-hmm. You know, there you got to have a few whiffs before you get that good sketch, even right. at its best. And, um, but it's like, I don't even fucking need to watch these shows anymore. Right. I love SNL, and if I have a chance, I will watch it. Uh-huh. But it's like, the best shit, it'll just show up on my Facebook news feed. Right. I don't have to seek it out. It's exactly. going to come to me. The good stuff is going to come it's to me. It's all about, how do we go viral this week? Yeah. You know? Uh, the late night shows, it's like, if I don't, it's something that was like, if I'm up, which I always am at that time, and I don't have something to watch, which uh-huh. I never do, not have something to watch. I always have something to watch. Thank you, uh-huh. Gilmore Girls. I'm deep, deep in there right <laughs> Are now. Are you really watching Gilmore oh Girls? Oh my god, oh. I watched, yes, I, I am season five, <laughs> baby. What is that show about? 
girls. Girl you can't. There's girl. no way to describe it in a way that accurately portrays what it is. Is it just like? It's like oh, it's a mom and a daughter. It's like that sounds dumb. I mean, like, not because it's a mom and a daughter. It's like, but just like, the, the, what's the plot? There is none. Kind of like Seinfeld. Yeah, there's no good way to describe Seinfeld right. either. It's like, uh-huh. and the way they promoted it back in the day, it was like that's bullshit. I don't want to watch. Are they that. rebooting it? Yeah, we got four 90-minute episodes coming to Netflix. I know so much about this show. Thank you to the Gilmore Guys podcast. Is it a comedy or is it a... I, oh, it's I, a four... I, it's I a, know nothing about an it. an hour-long drama comedy. Drama comedy? It's. I've seen a few episodes, and from what I've seen, I've enjoyed it greatly. It's great. Great is writing. super addicting, or...? I've watched yeah. <laughs> five seasons, at least one a day. Who turned you on to the show? Who did? I feel like it's kind of. I feel like it's kind of more. It's one of those. It, it. I mean, yeah. It was one of those shows that was like aimed at women, or was it? I. I've been realizing it's like just because it has a uh, like the first couple episodes fail the the reverse Bechdel test. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no no two men talk to each other <laughs> right. in the first couple oh. episodes. <laughs> So, and just inherently because of that, it's like, oh, it's a show for women. Right. But no, because shows with men in them, every show isn't a show for guys. Right, yeah. Because women still have to watch something. So it's like, you get to watch the guy show or you... Nothing. Right. So, um, I don't know. A little before its time, too, because it, uh-huh. uh, it premiered in, I think, the year 2000. Yeah, uh-huh. it was it was like early yeah. 2000s. So... Uh, what, what other shows are you watching? Uh... That show that John Ramsey and I did up in Vancouver was a, a I'll call it a spoof of Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> you watch Grey's like, Anatomy too? I watched eight episodes These of Grey's are Anatomy. These shows that I would never expect you to watch. <laughs> I watched eight episodes of Grey's Anatomy in a day. It started as I was, I was going to prepare. I was like, oh, I just want to get the form. I want right. to deconstruct yeah. the show and get ready for this improv show. And then I was like, this is fun. This is very fun. And now I want to watch Desperate Housewives too. I'm getting oh really into goodness. early 2000 shows <laughs> aimed at women. Put Sex in the City on there as well. No, fuck that. I don't want to watch that <laughs> <What>? shit. <laughs> that's like right up your alley. No, it's not. Yeah, Gilmore There's Girls, like, Desperate Housewives. That's what you Sex think. Sex in the City though. is like it's the third like bullet. These sh- I mean, Desperate Housewives is on the border. Grey's Anatomy is across the border. <laughs> gotcha. Gilmore's on the good side. Okay. My side of the border. But they're all, I'm watching them all, so they're all on my <laughs> side of the border. It's confusing watching uh, both Gilmore and Grey's at the same time, because Gilmore Girls is is very well written. It is, uh-huh. it is quality, quality television. Uh-huh. And I can't express that enough. I love it so fucking much. <laughs> Grey's Anatomy is an inherently dumb show, uh-huh. but I like it but for you some like it, reason. Yeah. So it's like it's like uh, you're right on Grey's Anatomy, you're right. wrong on Gilmore Girls. Okay. Watch Gilmore Girls. I didn't Girls, say it was bad. Me. No, but it is Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy. Okay. I didn't say okay. it's like inherently like bullshit writing. Uh-huh. Is it still running? I think so. Wait, no way. I think no, Shonda what? Rhimes has three shows on the air right now: Grey's Anatomy, Scandal, and How to Get Away with Murder. Wow. I think they're all actively on air. Well, when it comes to like a. Uh, Comedy series? Are you? I expected you to be like a guy that's like super into Louis or like. Oh, of course. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, okay. of course. I think here I'm we just, go. <laughs> no, and I'm not even yeah. caught up on Netflix. I just uh-huh. got way too into Gilmore Girls. Would you be a guy into that's like into mainstream NBC like Friends, Big Bang Theory, and? Uh fuck. Yeah. Though that was a weird question because Friends is on the border for me. Uh-huh. I don't like it, but it's uh-huh. okay. Okay. Big Bang Theory. 
I'm no. preaching. No matter who I'm talking to, I'm preaching to the choir because we all hate that show, right? I, yeah. Why do they make so much money? <laughs> like, uh, anyone I talk to, they're like, the Big Bang Theory is terrible. Well, I think, like, I've never mostly, heard one person defend it. We mostly talk to like comedy fans, I think. Still, and, and even so, like, outside that though, all it's sort of like Crocs. I'll go so far as to Crocs say, Crocs is like one of the like most successful hey, companies Bex, Bex in the world. Shoes in the Bay yeah. Area sells a shit ton of Crocs. I yeah. had to sort through boxes and boxes. Did of you Crocs. work at a Croc store? I, I worked at just a, a the warehouse slash office for like a shoe chain, a shoe store chain, a, a small chain. They sold a ton of Crocs. Yeah. People love Crocs. People do love Crocs. They bring them out to companies and they buy them as work shoes. Yeah, I guess, I guess just selling him in general isn't on slip. Yeah, a big work safe isn't a Big Bang Theory. City. I will uh, uh, cut this out if you want, if you feel so inclined. Uh, the <laughs> only family I've ever known that watches The Big Bang Theory uh -huh. is my aunt, I hope she doesn't hear this, <laughs> uh, who on some level is a crazy cat lady, uh -huh. ultra-religious, uh -huh. the, right, the, the sweaters, the sweaters, <laughs> uh, and her... Son, who again, I hope to God uh -huh. does not hear this. Uh -huh. This is the only family I've ever known. So maybe like yeah. the Nielsen ratings, like right. pooled all their shit into maybe. that family, and they're like, people are watching it. I will say this: I have a friend back home who he's gonna listen to this too. Yeah. He loves that show, uh, yeah. and he and he actually like he has good taste in comedy. He's a funny guy. What? Uh, and he likes Big Bang Theory. And I don't understand it. Yeah. And I, I like. I, I can't. I can't pinpoint it. why I don't like it though. I just like in general. I'm just like. Well, it's bleh. sexist and like exploitative. It's, lazy. it's exploitative. Of, I mean, ex yeah. exploits nerd culture too. It's like, oh, right. here's a big, here's a, a weird nerd reference. Uh -huh. I bet you got a big boner right now. Yeah. I, well, the, the character who's who's the, the Sheldon? Sheldon. To me, Bazinga. he's just like he, uh, just a rip. A lame ripoff of Abed from Community. Oh, that's okay. what, that's every time I see they, it they, talk. I think like, they came out around the same time too. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I'm just kind of like. How do we? You're a Community guy. You yeah. love Community. You you uh -huh. love your Dan Harmon. I love. You Dan love Harman. your Community. Yeah. Uh -huh. I don't know why I could never get into it though. I just never have been like. Community and on some level Parks and Rec. I can watch Parks and Rec uh -huh. an episode and be like, nah, that was fun. Right. But those are the two that everyone loves. That I'm like, I don't know why I. Don't get it. I, I mean, I personally think Parks and Rec is a. I think Office they, at its at its height was a better show, but I think it was at its height for like a, two seasons. And I uh, think Parks and Rec was just a better show overall. Like if you watch, the thing it's like the they're whole. so close. They're so close in everything. Uh -huh. That was a lazy way of uh, copying out of actually providing examples. They're so close <laughs> in every way. Um, but Parks and Rec doesn't do it for me. I love The Office. I love it very dearly. You know what show doesn't come up often enough when Parks and Rec and The, and the Office come up always mm -hmm. together? I think Modern Family is really is a great I've, show, too. I've never really watched yeah. it. That's a great show. It's it's uh, it's also the documentary format. But it's I like, like it's, it it's I, I, these aren't my own thoughts. I've heard these. But <laughs> it's the lazy documentary format. It is, format. yeah. It's not okay. as... It's like, it's this isn't a real documentary. Why are you talking to the fucking camera? Right, exactly. There's... It's never been they, established that you talk to the camera until yeah. the couch scenes. Yeah, the, the, they have the talking heads to like establish to, for exposition, which is kind of lazy writing in right. a way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's it's sort of it's a choice. It's lazy smart, you know. Lazy like, smart. Uh, they talk about it in Community, where it's like it's sort of like fish in a barrel. You don't ever have to establish the the plot with with an actual scene. You can just cut to a talking head and yeah. be like. Mm -hmm. 
What this, is this date is going terrible? <laughs> and then boom, you have all the jokes set up there, right there for well, you. And, and, and cuts like that are just comedic, like because you can just do. You don't have to write good exactly. timing. You can just like be like, oh, we'll just have a cut to a punchline, right. and it's like, oh, okay. Same well, with that's... the rest of development. Yeah, you I was gonna that... say Ron Howard being yeah. like, you have that crutch yeah. of uh, the narrator, Orange Scrubs. You have you have JD. Um, even in like, it doesn't have to be a comedy. Uh, House of Cards. Right. Oh, I've still just, like, gotten around to you it. You can just like uh, look to right. look to the camera and be like, "This is what's going on," and then the writer doesn't have to do any sort of exposition. I don't know why it feels like because I am I'm familiar enough with House of Cards, having not seen it. That's like, oh, we're just doing a scene, right. and then he turns to the it's, camera and he's right. like, most, and everything ugh. else is still going. He's like, Ugh. Yeah. It feels for some reason like more of a device than in Modern Family. Yeah. It's, it's cool. In House of Cards, it's cool. I, that show, I like the first two seasons. I couldn't even sit through season three. Uh-huh. Uh, I think it's like, it, it's just really pretentious the way he's like, he comes, I don't know, the, the writing's yeah. really pretentious. How does it stack up show. to the West Wing, if you've seen that seen as it. well? I haven't seen the West Wing. Okay, watch the first yeah. four seasons. It's great. <laughs> and then Aaron Sorkin leaves and then whatever. I just I just know that like, I take like if Breaking Bad would be so much worse if like Walter White could like turn to the camera yeah, and yeah. like say things to it. It's on some level a yeah. cop out. Yeah, it like, is a cop out. Well, I think I think it can be used effectively. I think the pro- my problem with it in House of Cards is it's like whenever they do that, it, the show's like we're fucking we're the coolest show. We're like so <laughs> dramatic. Like wow, look at how like deep and interesting uh-huh. this this device is. And Whoa, it's like fuck off. He like, turns to the camera. Yeah, and I I it's the it's the whole tone, and that kind of started to turn me off to it. Now I don't even like want to recommend the first season. Anyway, right. I'm just like it's just kind of a slog That's, too and, to get through. So are you you guys are deep into the superhero thing? Uh, yeah. No, I'm not. I'm oh, okay. Pretty, no. I I was uh, I mean not, I was. not anything past the films. I think the MCU. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I mean I like superheroes in general. I think it's been completely overdone and the I don't know the MCU's gotten really boring after I thought Avengers was great was that Marvel thought, connected universe uh, Marvel cinematic, cinematic universe. universe fuck me and yeah. I think I think it was great to the Avengers I think the Avengers like it, you know for all its flaws it was like that's what a superhero movie needed to be that was like amazing like all right. these movies coming together uh-huh. to like one central plot getting all these interactions a big like 30-40 minute fight scene with everyone interacting like that right. was that's what people wanted to see uh-huh. and then they're like we can do that. We can keep doing this shit yeah. in exactly Forever. the same way. For, yeah, and so yeah. I just thought until they run out of money, they're just gonna keep. Which is never gonna happen. It's Disney. They're never gonna run out of money. So yeah. it was like, I think of superheroes are awesome, but what's interesting about them is like these. They're complicated characters because they have like these powers. They fight for humanity, but like they're also just like people. And so I feel like a lot of these Marvel movies just have the same kind of cashed in or like pl- I don't know if that's the right expression, but like they just have like these these plots that are kind of like thrown together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, Guardians of the Galaxy for me was where I really started to hate it. Um, hated? You hated Guardians of the Galaxy? Did you, did you see it? I didn't like it. Yeah, I I watched it uh, the first time I was high in the past <laughs> three years. Well, I got high and watched Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't smoke weed because uh-huh. I freaked the fuck out. Uh, so that was a weird experience, and I probably did hate it, yeah. What is up with those people? And I know and love people who are these people. I don't think that's true. <laughs> I don't think I'm that close to anyone who is, like, the, who fucking love the fuck out of Harry Potter. The thing, the books are great, oh. but then the films get way too much the credit. The books are fine, but it's like, I don't know, I just get freaked out when anyone loves anything too much. 
No, I, I, well, I, I agree. I think the fandom of Harry Potter makes me hate yeah. it. Oh, well, actually, yeah. what makes me hate it the most is J.K. Rowling fucking like coming in and being like, "This is this is a fact about the Harry Potter universe." Right, like yeah. ten years it's after, right in the like, damn book, you yeah. dumb idiot. Yeah. He, just, he keeps coming back and like and like modifies like the uh-huh. story. It's like just you should if it's not there, fuck off. But in <laughs> right. pointless ways that don't. Yeah, matter. Like, it's like like that doesn't affect a damn it's thing. It's not even like a clarification. She's just like, "Oh, this is this was." Here's a true fact. The last book came out like years ago, and she. She's like, by the way, did you know in the fourth book this? Like, well, who cares? Like, it's all, I don't know. She just wants attention. Like, Not attention. I don't know. Press. Like, are, are you talking about, like, people who it's, like, it's still their favorite book? And it's, uh, no, like, it's like, I've never loved anything. I don't even think I love comedy as much as people love Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. Yeah. And that's the only thing I give a fuck about is comedy. So it's like, whoa, why, why? It freaks me out when people care. <laughs> Maybe that's uh, an issue with me and I need to, like, stop. Yeah. I don't see myself as a cynic, though. Like, that's I mean, you just, I'm like, watching Desperate. Ha- I don't or, get when people or, care, but uh, I don't know. It's like, yeah, it's like because I mean, there's people who are like, "Why does everyone like everything?" It's like because Grey's Anatomy is dumb fun, whatever. Uh, but caring about like putting all of your energy into loving one thing. Yeah, it's true. It's like there's more things to love. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I mean, I can I, love two things. Yeah, you can love two things. That's I'm, okay. I'm hesitant because yeah. there's some things that I'm just like so devoted to, but then I, I agree. Like, uh, there's a lot of things that I like. Yeah, like, it's like yeah. I'm gonna love everything a little bit. There's more to life than Harry Potter or Doctor Who. So. What time is it? We got ten minutes. We got ten minutes. Yeah. Hello. We're in here. And we lost our key, so oh, just oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're leaving the same. Is that your key for sure? This is our key. Yeah. Okay. 219B. Cool. Yeah. 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 Uh, we didn't see any keys. Yeah. Or you can move my backpack. Yeah. I, mean, like, I know the table was like, pretty clear. Okay. Yeah. No, I didn't think it was in here. I was just double checking. Yeah, yeah good call. All right. yeah. Thank okay. you, y'all. Yeah, no problem. Good luck. Thanks. Thanks. Can we leave right. that in? Yeah, we're leaving <laughs> that in. Yeah? I wish I'd done more yeah. bits. Well, there. we always like to end on a. Oh yeah, we got it. We got an interruption note. So. Like, wait, well, we gonna... end with plugs, but you're moving. Oh yeah. So. I mean, do you have anything yeah. you want to plug? Uh, follow me on Twitter at Jake Bet, spelled like Bet Midler, B E T T E at J A K E B E T T E. There will be a link in the description below. Oh, that's very convenient yeah. for me. Um. Uh, if, if, if you hear my shows? name, parent shows, uh, right? not for me, if this is coming out after I December 5th, I think it is coming out after December 5th, December 5th, oh, eight no. o'clock old main theater. My last show, I might steal a bow tie from John Lee. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, Jake shaves with is, uh, hopefully going to be a thing in the future. Uh, the series where I go into people's houses and interview them as they shave. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'll plug a thing that doesn't exist yet. That's all I got. All right. Well, thank you. Hit for, me on social uh, media, baby. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for us, having Jake. me. This has been yeah. fun. It was fun. Uh-huh. I had a good time. I'm Kevin Hugerworth uh, from youtube.com slash what a nerd show. Or you can follow me at Twitter uh, at K underscore Hoog. H O O G. H O O G. K I'm John Lee. Wishing Jake Bedman the best of luck in LA. Oh, ha, thanks, man. yeah, not plugging anything. <laughs> me, saying something me nice too. instead. I hope Jake has the best time <laughs> in his whole life. I hope he finds true love. I hope that he, uh, all his wildest wishes, are granted to him by a, a genie. <laughs> That's yeah. That would. Fuck you, John. Lee. If anyone knows a genie, <laughs> is that, is that if anyone knows a genie, I'd really love that to come through. That's it's been a pleasure. Right, yeah.
Hit it, Ken. Thanks, guys. H hit, hit, it. It. hit it. Hit it. I don't respond to direct orders, John. Hit, hit it, please. Hit I'm it. my own person. Hey, hit if it. you want to hit it, hit it. I'm going to hit it. Please hit it. Thank you once more for listening to the process. If you enjoyed what you heard today, be sure to like our Facebook page over at facebook.com slash the process with John and Kevin. And tune in next week, we'll have comedian and musician Lee Cox. Thanks for listening, guys.